This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. bubble welcome into coat check the official podcast of the delaware blue coats the nba g league affiliate of the philadelphia 76ers coat check is presented by christiana care as doctors nurses and caregivers and as neighbors and friends christiana care is a partner in everyone's journey to greater health and well-being why do they do it for the love of health visit christianacare.org I'm Matt Murphy. Thanks for tuning in to Coat Check. If you want to get all of our interviews from right here in the G League bubble in your podcast rotation, please subscribe to the 76ers Podcast Network. A great mix of different 76ers shows on there. Tuesdays are still the day for us moving forward, and we will go every Tuesday. Also, be on the lookout for a new segment of Coat Check with a recurring guest from here in the bubble. That surprise is coming on the very next episode. On this episode, a really insightful conversation with the coach running the show in the 2021 season, third-year Bluecoats head coach, Connor Johnson. We won't waste any more time. Here is Coach Johnson. Pleased to be joined by Bluecoats head coach, Connor Johnson. Welcome back to Coat Check Coach, what have you been up to the last few weeks prior to the NBA G League bubble? I know it's been some quarantine time, so how have you been keeping yourself busy? Yeah, we've had a lot of time to to prepare and get ready for our first week of practice down here. So the coaching staff's been um, do, communicating in a lot of different ways. Our staff here um, in Delaware and also working with the, the Sixer coaches and kind of making sure that we're still aligned and kind of in tune with what they're doing so the communication has been useful and helpful and and allows us to kind of lay the groundwork for what we want with the g league there's often talk of goals for the season and maybe they're magnified in a shortened bubble season what are some of your goals the goals of your staff for the team this season well, our, our our overall goal has always been and remains, even with the shortened season, to help um, help develop future 76ers. And so the, the most obvious example are the two ways we have on our team now, Paul and Rajon Tucker, Paul Reed and Rajon Tucker. And so in addition to the entire roster, helping those guys um, be able to step into to, to bigger roles at the professional, at the NBA level, and they're, they're, they're when they go back up. So that's always been the goal. And then for us as a team, we want to be one of the best defensive teams we can be. We were we made a lot of progress last season, and we hope to kind of continue to build on that with this new group. How about when it comes to training camp? Uh, so as we record this, it's coming off the first practice, and, and people are obviously going to listen at different times, but the training camp period leading up to the first game, which is February 11th. What are some of the goals with that? Yeah, I think this is a, a very unique circumstance because 
the the not only the shortened season, but the guys are coming to their first practice not having played any basketball for at least ten days. But even greater than that, their last organized five on five game may be many months ago. So one thing we keep in the back of our mind as we go all through this is that we want to build them up in a in a smart way where we're not putting them at unnecessary risk, and yet we are. Uh, improving their cardiovascular fitness, their ability to play. So that's kind of the balance we have. We, we want to push them hard. We want to make sure that they're developing within our system. We want to make sure that they're getting better and getting in shape. But it's a kind of fine line between too much and too little. And that coming off our first practice, I thought we did a nice job of balancing, getting them as much as they need without, without being over overly aggressive. And that's the case for all 18 teams. Well, right. I guess if you exclude the uh, G League Ignite team, uh, who's been playing together for a few months now. But uh, speaking of the schedule, they are on your schedule. But overall, it's in your third season, a much different look. It's 15 regular season games, five back-to-backs, um, obviously no travel involved, but some quick turnarounds, all at a single site campus. So how are you approaching this year's game schedule, given how different it is. Yeah, I think I think you're right on. The density of games is greater than it's ever been. Uh, I think we're lucky to have a deep roster that allows us, hopefully, to be able to be our players to be fresh and ready to, to play the, the five games in seven days or whatever sort of numbers we'll have in the middle of our stretch. Um, the smart ramp up, I think, is still important in, in making sure that when we head into our first back to back in eight days or whatever it is, that we are as the best shape we can be without being overextended. And all that kind of comes together to, to say that this thing's a lot more, a lot more similar to the summer league, I think, than a normal G League season. Because in the summer league, the, there's not a lot of practice, there's, there's five or six days of quality practices that you can have sometimes double sessions, which we've chosen not to do um, here in the bubble. And then you just play and, and there's not a lot of time to practice and make adjustments during practice. Most of it has to be done in between games or during the games. And so that's been, I've been fortunate to be a part of the Sixers summer league staff for a decent amount of years now. And that, that's another framework that um, I think has been useful in planning for how we want to attack our time here in the bubble. Yeah, going off that, um, your experience as the Sixers Summer League head coach, what did you learn that you're going to bring into this bubble situation from that? You mentioned uh, two-a-days versus not having them. Is there anything else that you learned during that time that you're bringing in now? Yeah, I think we did a good job prioritizing certain aspects of our offense and defensive scheme. And instead of trying to be fairly good at a lot of things, becoming really good at a few. And that's something we did in the summer league. I think it, it paid off for those players there. I think it gave them a sense of identity of how we want to play and what, what we're really going to value. And instead of just choosing things left and right, we, we know these three things are the things we're going to keep coming back to and we're going to keep working on and keep getting better at. And we've embraced a similar philosophy here where we have three parts to our offense that are going to be critical. And we got three things on defense we got to do every time. And, even even from our first day and the meetings we've had with our players before, I think we've made some progress and that's that's starting to sink in and it, and it simplifies their mind where now they're talented players who can go out and, and play. More on the way, but first a quick message from our friends at Nemours. 
Nemours Sports Medicine believes that highly personalized one-on-one physical therapy for young athletes is paramount to a speedy and complete recovery. Learn more at Nemours.org slash PT. Let's talk about the roster a little bit um, before closing with a question that I really want to know the answer to. But before we get to that, um, this roster for the Bluecoats in the 2021 G League season, a lot of NBA experience. Nine of 12 have played in the NBA. Two of those that haven't are rookies. So it's pretty much the whole roster with NBA experience trying to get back. And that's something that that you've talked about in the preseason and others. Um, what are some of the things that you talk to these guys about that are traits that transfer over to the next level that you're going to be looking for? Right. I think you kind of hit it on the head right there. What we're doing is trying to give them reinforce the values that are then attractive to the teams that look at them. And I think a lot of these guys have kind of been right on the line between NBA long-term NBA success and then coming back to the G League. And in the way that this is set up, there's going to be a lot of eyes on our games more so than, than normal. It's not like we're going to be in some gym somewhere across the country. Every NBA team is going to be sending scouts here down to watch. And with the current status of the NBA, I think that there's a, a higher likelihood of anyone in this bubble getting called up. And so for us, it's these guys, there's not going to be a tremendous amount of change in their games in this next two months, especially with the experience these guys had. But we just want to kind of refine them a bit and have them play in a way that is uh, something that NBA teams want for the, the guy that's going to come in for a 10 day contract or kind of at the end of their roster and be able to work that up. And that's, that's kind of getting more detailed about how hard we want them to play, what that means and how they can show that each time. And then part of it is we got to get this group to play together because nobody's going to look, no one's going to play well. No one's going to really look good to, to the scouts and the, the world that they're trying to impress if they're all doing it on their own. And that's been a theme that, that we, we've really hit with these guys. Yeah, and to the, your point about more eyeballs being on it, I think a lot of players wanted to be here and realize that as well. Um, so the, it seems like the competition is going to be very high, um, and I want to get to that next. But if people wanted the true G League bubble experience, that was my fault. Somebody was rolling something on a cart outside of my hotel room in the background. Um, but the two-way players for the Sixers, quickly for our Sixers fans that are listening, um, Rajon Tucker most recently and, and Paul Reed as well. Um, what, what excites you about their games and getting to coach them? Yeah. I mean, to start with Paul, but I think Paul's made a lot of progress in the last couple months working with coach Dwayne Jones down with the Sixers and his development of coming in and then getting kind of thrown to the fire fairly early in a Denver Nuggets game when the Sixers didn't have a lot of players I think it was a really good opportunity for him to kind of see where he was and see what he needs to work on. He's a long, athletic, um, uh, big that can make plays in a lot of different ways. I think we got to really work with him on just continuing to to understand how he can play within the Sixers system, something that we'll be running down here. And and I think will be easy for him to kind of find, find his groove in that respect. And then Rajon Tucker, who the Sixers have signed more recently. We're familiar with him at G League. We played him last year as he came in as a G League player before his um, 
NBA career started. And what he, team? What team did he play for again? He played for the, the Wisconsin Herd. As did many current Blue Coats yeah, uh, joining yeah. Frank Mason and Jamario Jones as well. I just thought that was funny, having been coached by a former member of your st- staff, Chase Buford, last season. They had a lot of success, and Rajon was a big part of that early in the season. Yeah, and and he's he's built like a looks like he could be a linebacker any day now, but strong and physical, athletic. Showed that he could really shoot it last season, and for him, he's kind of bounced around a few NBA programs already. And the the goal is, as we talk about fairly um, directly with him, is we want him to stick. We want him to get to one of these places and become a, a long term member of a team. And the Sixers could be a great fit for that because the the way that Coach Rivers values defense and what he can bring from his offensive versatility as a scorer who can play off the ball and shoot and make good decisions. So I talked about competition. When these competitive games arrive in in what will be not very long from now, um, what can fans out there expect in terms of the Blue Coats style of play with this roster? Well, as I said, we'll try to be as similar to the the Sixers as we can and so hopefully they see the Sixers have had so much success to start their season if they can see any semblance of that I'm going to consider it a real success but we're going to the defense is going to be our priority we have a lot of talented offensive players and, and to tie it together by getting stops being able to play in transition play with an advantage because of our defense will be helpful and, and we're going to play in a system where all five guys are, are have a responsibility each possession and that'll be kind of the key to our success one more coach and it's a question i've been dying to know the answer to i should have asked a follow-up matt Lilly was on the last episode he talked about how you guys have been playing chess during quarantine on your phones who usually comes out victorious between you and blue coach general manager matt Lilly in your games of chess that's great you know some things nothing's really sacred i guess when you get on like, start to get on a podcast just happy to share anything huh? <laughs> you know we have a lot of fun with it it's been uh, it's been great for us as something to to do and, and keep our minds stimulated about stuff outside basketball we look forward to playing as opposed to playing in our houses back in philadelphia and delaware out here on the we, they got the little alligator lake thing that maybe that'll be a nicer backdrop for a live game but i'd say it's fairly even i wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to go too far in one direction because neither of you has an edge right now because he'd get upset. They (laughs) they keep your rankings. I mean, we got like pretty, pretty strong statistics, but (laughs) yeah, it's pretty fair. It's pretty close. Glad to know that's a, uh, that's something that comes up more than once. Great. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Thanks a lot, coach. Thanks for the time. We'll be following along all season in the G league bubble and good luck to you and the team. Great. Thank you. Thanks again to Blue Coats head coach Connor Johnson. I'm Matt Murphy. Until next time, take it or leave it at the coat check.